so on the second day on the road is when I got denied for the apartment because oh, I was applying for it okay because I applied for it yeah on my way and it was paperwork and stuff and I got denied but I was like no I'm not turning around mm -hmm. like I'm not doing it I'm just gonna I have my career and all I need I have money so as soon as I get there I need to find a shop and as long as I break even enough to stay that night stay in the hotel I'm gonna figure it out okay so every I started out the day that I got there um, I drove around my car is packed no tinted windows so I knew that in the morning I was looking for storage okay but um, found me a hotel and I got like three nights there I paid for three nights there they have a little deal and then for those three days I it was like another 10-hour drive because I was driving around looking for places and storage units and everything to just and just scouting out the area like wow I'm really here welcome back to the let's evolve for tomorrow podcast I'm your host Tyrone Dent and we help aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs grow and excel a healthy business and we do that by meeting them where they are and helping them grow to where they want to be we like to invite other entrepreneurs to the podcast so they can talk about some of their opportunities and how they overcame those things. So without further ado, let's invite our guest, who I know as Nene, but I'm going to let her introduce herself. How you doing, Nay? Hey. What's going on? <laughs> Nothing much. Just okay. excited to be back in the city and here. Like, this is exciting. Okay. Seeing you do the podcast and I'm excited to be here. Nice. I'm Inesia Gissendanner, and I am a cosmetologist specializing in braiding, and I recently moved to Los Angeles, California uh, to pursue whatever it was with knowing that I had that under my belt, and it's been two years, and I'm back here and been invited to the podcast, so I'm excited to be here. So you left, you left Columbus to move to California, right? Yes. Okay. So what in the world inspired you to move all the way across the country? <laughs> well, it started with me taking a trip okay. to California. By yourself? In, yes. Okay. I was online on YouTube looking up different entrepreneur things to do, and I came across an online boutique, and I decided that I wanted to do the boutique business and start learning from a girl on youtube she put together a trip and said hey i'm going to bring y'all out to the fashion district okay to um go ahead and show y'all how to shop out here and create this website and do all these things and she hosted a trip where you could get a room by yourself or you could have a uh, a double room I booked for the double room like yes I'm going and it was like three four hundred dollars for five days okay and I went out there and when I went to LA I was like what is this place like mountains are real wow okay I had no idea because I'm from Michigan so right. I'm like yeah no mountain, right exactly <laughs> yeah so that led me to go to LA for the first time and once I went I was like I want to be here the fashion district is right here. I could just go shop and do that. So when I left from that trip, like I cried getting back on the plane. I saw people with tents. So I'm like, I could give me a tent and decided that um, it was just I, my heart stayed there. Hold my on, heart. wait, get you a tent and sleep outside? Yeah, I was ready. Wow. Okay. I, I was like done. Like, I'm like, I'll leave everything. And this was back in, I want to say that was like 2018. Okay. So... 
Before we go there and dive deep into the story, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, how's business going for you? I mean, from because from what you told me earlier, before we started recording, mm-hmm. business is booming for you. Yes, it's three times more income than I was making here oh, and wow. had no idea. So you three extra income. Yes. Okay. So does that actually give you an opportunity, the income you make from that, from cosmetology, to actually travel as much as you do? Travel and invest in different education to better myself. Wow. Okay. Yes. Man, that's that's amazing. So tell me about like the milestones or a turning point when you first started. So you're you're in cosmetology. Obviously, you're doing well right now. But what made you actually say cosmetology is it? Did you just like throw something at the wall and decide cosmetology was it? Or because from what I remember, you were braiding and doing hair way before you actually got your certification. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it started with me doing my own hair like in watching YouTube videos and just being in a hair store, it's a hair grocery shop. And I'm like, I want this hairstyle. I want this hairstyle. And what led me to go to school was the fact that I was like, "Um, yeah, I need to stop going to Taco Tuesdays and $2 shots. (laughs) I need to do something with my life. Okay. So I was like, what do I know? What do I know? I tried school right out of school Uh and it was for computer science and I didn't last because the, it just, it just didn't work. But I said, next time I go to school, I'm going to stay. So I picked something that I already was good at Mm -hmm. and decided that this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to finish no matter what. Okay. All right, so you decided to go, you graduated. How long did it take to get your license? It took me two years with the pandemic. Wow, okay. Oh, so you did it through the pandemic? I didn't realize that. I didn't. They offered us to do online classes, and they said that you wouldn't be able to transfer your license, and I was like, no. So I had to go back after the pandemic and finish out 280 hours out of 1,500. Okay, so you finished. And then, so you went to this little, this, this trip with your friends to California. Yes. You're like, man, it's beautiful out here. I want to move out here. Mm-hmm. So when you made the decision, did you have a plan or did you just say, I want to move out here and throw everything in your car and decided to, to drive to California? How did that whole oh, thing work out? That's a whole story. So the when I initially was ready to move to California, uh-huh. God came to me and told me it's not time. Okay. And it was like out of preparation where like I just didn't have interest in the conversations that was around me anymore. I didn't have interest in doing things. I just became obsessed with L.A. And I was getting on uh, Snapchat, like looking up what they're doing in L.A. and looking up apartments and vision boards and learning about meditation and different things to just align with it. And um, once I did, I was I was ready because I was reading my Bible, too. And he was like, take that leap. Okay. so I wanted to take that leap. And then um, I ended up moving a year after I decided. Okay. because of my experience that I was I was aware of what that God was telling me don't go right now. So did you know someone in California that you can kind of rely on or was it just you? It was just me. Okay. So did you write out a plan? Like, just lay it all out. Like, how in the world? And the reason I say that, because we have listeners, again, aspiring entrepreneurs, right? New entrepreneurs existing Mm -hmm. that want to make that move, that want to take that leap of faith, that want to move across the country, that want to move to another state, another city Mm -hmm. to do exactly what you did. But how did you do it? Like, make it practical for them. Okay. So first, 
I became certain that I wanted to move to L.A. That's step one, like knowing where I want to go. Okay. And then accepting where I was, Mm -hmm. like taking a a cross check of who I was and where I was and being estimating a time, like a timeline of when I would be able to do it. And then from there, I just became more tapped into like who I am. And spiritual spirituality in the physical world. Okay. Having my emotions in check because it's like this is this isn't this is something so brand new mm-hmm. that it's foreign. Right. And I don't understand what it is not like the fear you know, fear is there, um, and thoughts are there, but I'm like, I'm not even gonna entertain that. Like, exactly. because I, I hear that people say that, oh, well, people don't do things because of fear. Okay, well, I'm not going to entertain fear mm-hmm. so that I can do what I want because I really want this. Right. And then from there, I just start working out. I change my environment. And I'm going to say it took time. Okay. So you, you didn't make all of these changes while mm-hmm. you were here in Columbus. Yes. Okay. Because definitely being out there in L.A., like... I know that if I would have had came the year before I did when I wanted to, mm-hmm. I would have been too naive for oh. the city. The okay. city is not is not for naive people. Got it. And <laughs> it's not for the weak at all. This is real. Right. L.A. is very real. Okay. And um, I learned that everybody who's, you'd be like, oh, that's a good person. Like, I like them. They're a cool person. Isn't a good person in there. Like, you want to have a purpose. Like, you want to have some type of like, you want to know who you are. Honestly, okay. you do. Like, you want to know who you are in some type of sense so that you have some um, oomph to you to have a um, a no and a yes. Like, you know, like discernment. Right. Okay. Yes. So, basically, not operating in the gray. Yes. Okay. I see there. Yes, I am or no, I'm not. I'm, there's no confusion. So, you had to grow some thick skin. So, it's like, okay, hey, I need to work on mind, body, and soul yes. before I make this leap of faith. Now, is that something that that God gave you to say, hey, work on mind, body, and soul? Or is that something that you realized when you were out in California, like, hey, these people out here don't play, so I really need to get myself together before I go? Or was it a little bit of both? It was here. Okay. It was here um, that I noticed conversations, not even people that were in L.A. Okay. Like when I start changing my environment Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. I moved from... The north of Columbus, like that area by like the skating rink and stuff. And then I moved to campus because I'm like, these people are focused. Mm-hmm. And then from campus, I from gaining focused, I wound up downtown. And now I'm having conversation with people who are talking about stuff that's like, oh, like this is the way. Uh, this is the right, this is the correct way okay. because you can go out there or you could go anywhere and still be the same person. Okay. And you thinking that it's the city that you want, but, um, it's the lifestyle that it can create for you. But if you, but it, you learn that it's like within too, like you have to have, it's a alignment. So you have to have mind, body, soul, shoot. Okay, that's the physical, that's the spiritual, <laughs> exactly. and the mental. Right. So that's all of them to in line Absolutely. for it to even make sense. Okay. So how did you, when did you get confirmation or what was your confirmation? Like, okay, I'm working on mine, right? I want to make sure that the psyche, the psychology is together. 
Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm physically fit. I want to make sure that I have my relationship with God right before I decide to move. So what was the confirmation that you had those things together and it was time for the next phase? Okay, that's a good question. <laughs> I never <laughs> thought about it that way. Um, so first, okay, I prayed. Okay. And I was like, God, like I'm ready to grow. And w- I want everything just reveal it to me. Just give me the strength to handle it, mm-hmm. you know, but don't sugarcoat it. Because okay. I heard that prayer be specific. Mm-hmm. Give me the strength to handle it. Absolutely. So things started to come to light for me. He gave me eyes to see and he showed me things. And then next thing you know, it led me to go and was like, Google, how do you control your emotions? Okay. Because I need to have emotion, be emotionally in control. So that led me to meditation. Okay. And meditation led me to patience. And from there, um, okay, re, re, can you say your question again? The finish, the, 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 the last part, part of it? Yeah. So the spiritual part. So you worked on the mind, you worked on the body, you know, you start working out. Right. But what was that confirmation to say, okay. You've hit all three pillars, mm-hmm. Anasia. It is time for you to execute the plan, the rest of the plan. Okay. Yeah, I got the confirmation. The confirmation came as pack your car and get on the road. And it was literally when I decided that I really was ready. Wow. So you packed your car. How did how did your family feel? Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Nobody... First off, I only told who needed to know because I was in their face or out of respect, you know. So I drove four and a half hours to Michigan and Mm. tell my grandma, like, Nana, I'm leaving. I know Mama Grace was sad. She she was ready. She was like, what did she say? I ain't going to stop you. And I was like, I could have told you this over the phone. And she was like, no, you done did your time. Okay. Like I know it's I know that it's time and she's like, So yeah, in two, three months you could save and, and then you could go and I'm like, She don't know that I'm leaving. Like I came down here today because I'm leaving on Thursday. Wow. So you make this journey. Did you already have money saved up? Yes. I sold everything in my apartment. That's the only money that I had. I got rid of everything and if it didn't get if I couldn't get rid of it, I put it in storage and said I'll handle it later. Okay, so this takes me to my next question. So obviously there were some key challenges that you had to overcome. So you're on the highway. Obviously you got the car, you got money for gas, you got all your stuff packed, the stuff that you need, the necessities, right? Mm-hmm. So when you got there, what was what was the first thing you did? When I landed. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Did you get in the car or did you fly? I flew there, but when they said end of the route. Okay. When they said end of the route, something like I guess I woke up, like because the whole time that I was driving, like I was. I was present, and I was reading a book on the way. I was reading The Alchemist on my way so to L.A. I had that book on my shelf for six months, and I was reading that book, and he was crossing the desert. brought me so much comfort. So did you fly or did you drive? I drove. Okay. Four days. Okay, four days. Mm-hmm. So did you stay in a hotel, or did you, like, sleep in the car in the parking lot? <laughs> I, I, I had mapped out um, big major cities and I stayed there. So it was a 10 hour drive, eight hour drive, 10 hour drive and four and a half brought me into LA. Oh my. Okay. So are you single? Do you have any kids? Do you have a husband or spouse? I'm single. Okay. So you're single. So you were able to do this on your own by yourself. Yes. At what age? I was right now I'm 28. So I was 26. So at 26 traveling across the country, 
for four days by yourself. And you said there was a book you were reading along the way, right? Yes. What was the name of that book again? The Alchemist. Okay, so why did that book help you? What was the purpose of reading that book throughout that journey, that four-day journey? I bought four books six okay. months ago. Okay. I read two of them, and then two of them was on the shelf, and I was like, I'm going to read a book because a book just comforts me. I love it. It's therapeutic. Okay. And I picked that one. And then in the book, he was crossing the desert. And he was going for his purpose. So I was like, wow. Oh, okay. See, that went over my head. I missed that. Now it makes sense to me. Because I thought, I'm like, wait, no, I was flying, but then I was driving. So I had to make sure that I understood. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now you're there. You're in California. You're past the four days. Mm -hmm. What's next? Because I'm going to tell you what this is doing. That stylist or that barber or whoever is like, man, is ready to make that move. You're literally giving them the blueprint mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. So you traveled, you read something to kind of keep your mind focused and sharp along the way so you didn't get distracted. Mm -hmm. So now you're in California. You're in L.A. What's next? So the second day on the road, though. Oh, okay. So there's more on you know, the road. It's just that, um, yeah, so on the second day on the road is when I got denied for the apartment because oh, I was applying for it. Okay. Because I applied for it, yeah, on my way, and it was paperwork and stuff, and I got denied, but I was like, no. I'm not turning around mm -hmm. like I'm not doing it. I'm just going to I have my career and all I need. I have money. So as soon as I get there, I need to find a shop. And as long as I break even enough to stay the night, stay in the hotel, I'm going to figure it out. OK, so every I started out the day that I got there, um, I drove around. My car is packed, no tinted windows. So I knew that in the morning I was looking for storage. Okay. But um, found me a hotel, and I got like three nights there. I paid for three nights there. They had a little deal, and then for those three days, I it was like another ten-hour drive because I was driving around, looking for places and storage units and everything to just and just scouting out the area. Like, wow, I'm really here. Okay. So what was next? So you, I'm, I'm assuming at some point you found a shop, right? Um, I found a storage unit first. Okay. And just my journey alone, like every journey isn't going to be the same in this amount, but I end up going to like a couple of salons seeing, and they said that they, one guy, they said the owner will be here on Tuesday and it was Thursday. He, he's out of town. He'll be here Tuesday. I'm like, I need something right now. Mm -hmm. And then I went to another lady. Discernment. My energy, her energy or whatever I felt from her, just I knew it wasn't there. So, like, in this, I'm looking for both at the same time. I run into a storage unit, and I told her, I'm like, I need a shop. Like, I'm looking for a shop. I'm not telling her too much because I, I don't know nobody. So, I just, I'm like, I'm looking for a shop. And she was like, have you looked into the private studios? And I don't know why I didn't think of one because I had one while I was here in Columbus kind for of like a short time. salon lofts here? Yes. Okay. Like salon lofts. Okay. And, um... I went to Hollywood. That was the first one I had went to. I had called them, okay. uh, but I didn't show up. I had called them, and then they said they had one available, and it was this amount. Mm -hmm. It was $800 a week, and I was like, wow. I was like, all right, let me keep looking around and stuff, and it wasn't that. Like, I just wanted to call multiple ones. I didn't even think about the price. Like, if I got to do it, I got to do it. Exactly. So I'm just looking and seeing who has something available, see if I could find some in the area that I like. Um Nobody had one available but them. And I toured the building. He said, no credit check, no nothing. And um, I was like, 
I called my grandma, like, Nana, I'm about to get a blow bed. I'm about to read this lease up and down. Uh-huh. And don't say nothing about sleeping up in here. <laughs> I'm about to sleep up in here. And he was like, you have a, he said, you uh, you have enough clients to pay $800 a week? And I'm like, yeah, I ain't know nobody but him. Right. And then once I got the keys, I said, Dang. okay, God. Right. And went from there. Wow. Okay, so you move in, you get the keys. Did you have to pay a deposit up front? Yes, you had to pay one week's deposit, which was $800. And he gave me two weeks free. Okay. So they do that. You can negotiate with them for any stylist or anyone that's out there. Negotiate because they want you in there. and You're going for a whole year, and they will put you in. He gave me that. I guess he just he just knew I needed it. But okay. I recommend for someone to do that. So now you're in the shop. You don't have any clients. Mm-hmm. So what did you do to market yourself? Right. You didn't know anything about L.A. You don't know who to go to, where the, you know, what spots to visit to kind of put your name out there, market. I know you mentioned that you weren't really into social media like that. So what did you do to market yourself? I'm resourceful. So <laughs> this I know if you made it across the country the way you did. You definitely I'm are resourceful for sure. So I knew. From doing the online boutique business, okay. that I could go to Staples and make business cards, and I knew about Canva that I could go on there for free and make me a business card. So I made the business card on Canva while I'm laying there in the bed. Like made the Canva business card, went it, ordered it, picked it up the next day at Staples. Looked up every hair store on the map, okay, and put my business card in there. I even handed it out to a couple of people, like, but I didn't like that. Okay. I didn't like it. It was a little uncomfortable, okay. but I still did it. Like, I did it. Stretching yourself. Yes, I did. Exactly. And um, I also put um, on the back of my car, I saw somebody's sticker. They, it looked like it was customized, for sure. So I had, when it got me one customized, it said, I am a braider with my Instagram hashtag. Okay. With my Instagram uh, name on it, username. Okay. okay. And... I also knew about Stylesee and Booksee, but I use Stylesee here, and it brings you clients. It's like Facebook for, like it's like LinkedIn, but okay. for hairstylists and just the beauty profession. Okay. And um, what was the other thing? Whenever a client would come in, I would ask them, how did they find me? Mm-hmm. And then um, I also registered with the, the business that I was at, because it's like Salon Lost, but it's called Salon Republic. Okay. I registered with them. Um, on their website, and then it was one other thing that I had did. Oh, ask my clients about how can I get people and okay. what's what's out here or whatever. Just ask them questions. I'm, okay, I'm gonna ask them all types of stuff. And they told me about <laughs> Facebook groups. Okay, so when I got on the Facebook groups, I just post my work and say, "Hey, I'm new here," and I put all of it on there and. I also got a um, a couple of collabs. Like I found a YouTuber okay. to come in, and she brought me about twenty clients. Wow! So did you have to pay them? No, I did her. I did her hair for free, and I said I want pictures, Smart. and I told her exactly what I wanted from her, and she did it. So the whole barter thing. Hey, I yes. do something for you. You do something for me. Yes. Okay. So what would you say was that, like that turning point for your business, right? Because I feel like. Everything that you said was like the grind, right? Mm. The fact that you had to sell everything and you hit the road and you got all of your clothes, sold everything. You get bad news while you're on the road. The second day that you got declined for the apartment, you had to stay in your shop. How long did you stay in your shop? Because I know you mentioned you got to blow a bit. Eight months. Eight months. Yes. 
So, and I know I asked you this earlier, but I have to ask you again. What did you do when your clients came in? I mean, did you have like your booth right here? Then the air mattress right on the side? No, I had. <laughs> so the room, because it was $800, the room was one of the biggest rooms they had. Okay. Like three stylists could work in there if they wanted. Okay. So one of the corners I had got a cubicle. Oops. I got a cubicle in it. Um, Behind it, I just pulled it up a little bit, and I put the air mattress and stuff. Like, actually, it was my suitcases back there, and I had stuff inside the cubicles, my clothes and everything. Okay. Wow. So, eight months. So, now, at this point, I figure, I'm assuming, since you were able to move out after eight months, did you move in with someone, or did you find an apartment? How did that transition happen? I had my own apartment, and it wasn't in my name, but, you know, I prayed, and I was like, God, I'm tired. Like, please, like, I want an apartment. Okay. I want, I just, I'm just ready. You know, even if that's to get my mind right, to get my, the things that I needed to get done handled, I was ready for it, but I needed the strength to do it. Mm-hmm. So I pray. And, um, a client, she came and sat in, I haven't seen her in a while, but right. I do her hair uh-huh. and it's like, girl, where you been? Like, how you doing? And she said, uh, girl, I'm good. I'm blessed. I just closed on my house, but I'm stressed out because, like, what am I going to do with this apartment to December? And I'm like, well, let me tell you my situation. Right. And we negotiated. I told her, I was like, one thing about me, you don't have to worry about me paying my bills. I said, we could get it notarized, whatever. Like, and she let me move in. Okay. So at this point, had you already 3X your income by the time you moved into the apartment? So... That's when I decided I needed to go up on my prices. So that's one thing that I didn't say. When I first had moved in uh, to the studio, Uh I was charging little to nothing. And I even posted it when I put in a Facebook group Uh that like, hey, I'm new and these are my prices right now, but they will be going up, you know. Uh And because to me, I would rather have my chair full every single day than to not have it full at all. Exactly. And that's what, like, I'm talking $45 for a silk press when there's people doing silk presses for $110, $120, $150 right. on a low end. Because okay. I heard somebody had to pay $300 for a silk press. Right. And with that, like, it just, I just needed to, to get it rolling. So. so how often did you work? Was it like seven days a week when you first started, like, to afford your booth rent for $800 or your, your studio? Mm-hmm. And the apartment. The, the apartment was twenty four hundred dollars, so thirty two hundred dollars for, I think thirty two hundred dollars all to wait, is that just the studio? Yeah, I think it's thirty two hundred dollars altogether. Okay. I think I'm trying to do the math. No, eight hundred dollars a week is uh-huh. already thirty two plus the twenty four hundred. Eight hundred a week. I misquoted. So a week. Eight hundred dollars a week plus the twenty four hundred dollar rent payment. Yes. And you. Had that many clients Mm -hmm. that you were able to take care of both. Yes. And I could be, I'm going to be very transparent. Okay. When I was in Ohio, I had to call on my grandmother for help. Okay. In this circumstance, I did not need her help. I was so proud of myself just because I didn't, I honestly just didn't know my worth. Okay. And I found out my worth there. Mm -hmm. And, um, how I, I wasn't working every day. I had standards. So on Sunday, Sunday is fun day. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's the Sabbath day. I just want to relax and take my mind off of everything. And then on Monday, I didn't work either. Okay. I would just, I started to get into like the background acting and stuff like that. And the only time that I would do it was when I was promoting or, or filling out some stuff. But I needed a day 
to just decompress. And then the, the, the Sabbath day, I really needed a day just to to not think. Okay. To just so, relax your mind. Yes. Go back to the mind, body, and soul. Yes. So what? when did you hit that point where you say, you know what? I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm valuable. I'm, I'm, I'm actually where I need to be. I deserve to live in this apartment. I deserve to have this shop. I deserve to have all of these clients. When did that hit you? Like, how did you feel in that moment? Wow. So in that moment, like that hit me. It didn't hit me all at once. Okay. It's a kind of like something that's still growing to this very day. Okay. Um, but just hearing it, I knew it inside. Okay. And being humble, like you hear people humble yourself or, you know, you don't want to be out here putting something out that like cocky, you caring about what people think or anything like that. But when what was going on up in my head started to, I started to hear it come out of other people's mouth. Mm. That validation Mm -hmm. was like, wait a minute. And then like, because I'm, I'm literally, I know this about myself in my head. Like Mm. I know I'm like, yo, like I'm living a life first of all. So it kind of put it off a little bit for me. Like you don't, when you're in it, it's hard to see it. Anything, anything good, bad, whatever. It's hard to see it. But I knew something like I knew like, hold on. I moved to, I, I did this. Like I moved out here and I just had some, some, the gym really helped me like confidence and everything like that. But when it started, yeah, it was when it started to, I started to hear from other people and the feeling that I have now to know that I'm getting myself squared away more and more and more and just growing. Oh, it's unmatched. It's like, I'm not, I'm not, it's just, it's valuable. Okay. I know what I have. Right. I know what, like, say for instance, I know the value of waking up early in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not about to give that. I'm not about to let somebody throw me off my schedule <laughs> because it's their birthday and they want to go hang out super late. Y'all, I'm going to come hang out with y'all, but I got to go. Exactly. You know, like, because I understand that that's part of my growth and that matters. Like, and I say that from the fact that, like, I would call it backslid a mm-hmm. little bit where I was like, you know, I got this. I could, I could do, you know, I could drink. Right. Balance both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> So let me ask you this. I want to take it back just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's okay to go here. Mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned, you said, you know, when you made your moves, you didn't have to call your grandmother. Mm-hmm. Where where did that burning desire come from to say, okay, I'm hanging out, I'm partying. You stepped outside of yourself and had a moment where you you were outside of yourself and looked at yourself and said, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be in a different place in my life. Mm-hmm. What triggered that? Like, where did that come from? What made you step outside yourself and see that life and say, I don't want this anymore? It's definitely pain and seeing something greater, like seeing that there's something else out there. So what was the pain inside that? Because obviously you turned that pain Mm -hmm. and turned it into fuel. It was a relationship. And it was not having my mother. Okay. And just taking on everybody's weight. I was taking on everybody's weight. So not having your mother because she was she lived somewhere else, she worked a lot or No, because she passed away when I was fourteen. Okay. And at fourteen, like we leave in the hospital and I'm saying, How much is the apartment? 
how much is the car? So immediately my mind went into from from grieving to like, got to get to it. At 14, you're thinking about bills. Yes. Wow. And the next day, you know, the next day after my mom passed away, we went to school and my grandma, she made us do that. And that's like one of the most valuable lessons that she has taught me because it's like one of those situations where like life is going to happen Mm -hmm. and you have to keep going no matter what it is and no matter how hard it is and in function in that matter. So I do love that we did go to school the next day and but the part where it was the bills and stuff like that didn't she didn't do that like that's just where my mind went and I lived in that in that place for a long time and as I got older I had to understand how to balance it out because it is a good trait but then it's a trait where you're taking on things that that is hurting you Mm -hmm. and it's time to do it for yourself well, I'll tell you this. I remember being around you when you were younger, and you were like a little mom. Right? <laughs> you were always the one, no, you shouldn't be doing that. Don't mm-hmm. do this. You know, just really holding things together with, you know, with your brothers. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely admire that about you. And I knew where you are right now. I knew you were going to be there just because you were there at 14. Now, did I think you were thinking about bills at 14? Absolutely not. But I can definitely say that I'm proud of you. You know, where you you are right now, you're definitely making huge strides in life. And the fact that you were able to balance your mind, body, and soul at such an early age is a great thing. And I think it's going to be an inspiration to a lot of listeners, a lot of other entrepreneurs out there, young women, young black women. So, So thank you for that. Thank you. Share a success story with us. Whatever that success story is, something that really resonates with you. Okay. Um, hmm. Mindset. Okay. So the difference between, and I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not going to take it from anyone else or whatever. Go for it. Um, moving from first off Michigan to Ohio and I've been in Ohio for 16 years before LA, but then living in LA I really get to see three different mindsets. And before I moved to L.A., $400,000 seemed like a lot, like super expensive for a house. Mm -hmm. But then being in L.A., on a low end, a house is $12 million. Wow. And I use that as the example for mindset because it's the same thing with all things when it comes to fear and knowing your limitations and, like, like we're limitless and because I'm in a place that like I have physical like this is I've physically seen this with my eyes I'm so grateful for the mindset and overcoming those things and achieving those things because it all it really did I feel like I have multiple stories I could go from graduating school I said it I said that like once I started that I wasn't going to stop and then I said that I'm going to move here And then I did it, and it just really goes to um, that accomplishment of overcoming mindset because your environment puts on a mindset for you. And, like, to just be able to pull yourself out of that is just, like, I'm just – I could give my – you know, just hug myself (laughs) for that because it's not – 
you have to want it. And no one, no one can can pull you out of it. You have to pull yourself out. Mm-hmm. And that's just a that's a success story for me. No, it is. And you know what I what I love about that? A lot of times, people when they think about a success story, they think about material things, mm-hmm. monetary success, as opposed to mindset is where it all starts. So even if that's something that you use to like gauge or measure where you are in life or how much you've accomplished, mm-hmm. the mindset is going to get you there because without that, you don't have the right foundation. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about setbacks and failures, right? So like your biggest setback or failure and what did you do to overcome it? Mm. Ooh. It's always my heart. Like when it comes to like relationships and stuff. Okay. It's like I would sacrifice, like, knowingly, like, very aware of it and sometimes not aware of it because it's patterns and, you know, what you do over and over becomes a habit. Right. Would be um, putting other people over me and definitely, like, definitely a, a intimate relationship where you're with someone. Yeah. Yeah, like, you just become, I became blind to certain things and I'm like, even though I am where I'm at and I'm 28 right now, and I have the accomplishments because I, like, I have I have a whiff, a huge whiff of who I am. I'm like, oh, I could have been to this. Like, especially when, like, in L.A., there's, like, I have clients who's 23. I'm like, good for you. You have clients that's 23. There's clients out there dancing, acting, okay. doing all things that, that are successful. Yes, and okay. the, and that's why I say like setback or whatever. Gotcha. I feel like I should I could have went to school. I could have seen this clearer, right. but it was the setback of just mm. literally repeating repeating the same stuff over and over. Okay. And when it comes to those things, one thing that I have learned mm-hmm. and maybe you could vouch for me. Okay. Um if you don't get the lesson the first time is like 10 times like you're just going to keep on getting it in a worse way exactly. until you get until you get it to walk away. Okay. And that's a lot. Like, so so what was that breaking point for you? Like how did you overcome those challenges of being so emotionally involved and vulnerable mm-hmm. that you say okay, enough is enough. I'm done with this. I really need to get it together. And how did you stay focused when you made that decision? Excuse me. Um replacement replacing those activities play like just taking a one i always say this thing i have a youtube video it's called um creating space for change okay so if even if it's like something small as netflix okay like all of this stuff ties together so the music that i listen to like i feel like a lot of people like to think that they, they're looking to hear for like a like give me exact thing the thing that i need to do and I'm saying the exact thing. It's not what you want to hear, though. Right. So, like, if you change the music that you listen to, you're going to create space for you to have a clearer vision of something that you may not have seen because it's taken away from this this bubble that you're in. Okay. And it's opening up another opportunity. So, just replacing things. I re- started with replacing um, things that I watch. Then okay. I replaced my music. Then I replaced things with the gym. And I'm talking like my time just started to become more valuable to me. Like, 
So how did you decide what you were going to replace it with? So if you you said music, right, what you watch. So did you just like flick through the channels and decide I'm just going to randomly land on something? Or were you intentional with what you decided to watch? Were you intentional with what you decided to listen to? Were you intentional with what you decided to change in the gym? Very intentional. Okay. So um, I'm a, I became open-minded. Okay. Very open-minded. And as I learned things is when I would change it. So, um, and when there was accountability, it was a lot easier, like a community. Okay. Um, but say like music and stuff like that. Oh, you, if an adult, especially when an adult, like a, a elder. Right. Especially elders. <laughs> like when they start saying something, they're not saying this for no reason. What is saying something like what? Anything like, um. Like I'm trying to think. music that you're listening to or when no, they start that part, no. What? Um, they say it in riddles. You can't, you can't, um, God doesn't bless a mess. Or right. you can't think that you're in, a, in the desert when you're in the middle of the ocean. And oh. then I'm starting to like depict that or um, say, for instance, you need to start doing this. Right. Why are you saying that? Whatever you do. Don't get a credit card right now. Uh-huh. Like, why are you saying that? Right. Whatever you do, wait to have children. Uh-huh. So me, me being, being curious and stuff, like, I'm starting to see, like, why are they saying this? Okay. So then my eyes, because when you, um, I learned from my mentor, you got to ask the right questions. Sometimes you might be asking the wrong questions. Right. Like, why is this happening to me? Right. Well, this is happening to you because, like, it's just going to happen to you. You know, what's ha- it's going to happen to you again or, or something's going to happen to you. But, like, if you want to know why something, like, how something works or something, your eyes will open to it just off of you, the thought process. So, okay. like, I want to do something better with my time. What can I do? All right. So let's break that down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with what you were watching, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, what you were watching was feeding your mind. Mm-hmm potentially negative things right or stuff that you didn't want in your head Mm -hmm. so what did you decide to swap that out with so i was on youtube and i swapped that out when i learned about meditation it changes my algorithm okay even a little bit okay and the gaia channel i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's g-a-i-a and it's just like netflix it's a platform like tubi netflix hulu right but it's all things mind body soul oh and i canceled my netflix and i downloaded that in whole nother world and once you get something that's as big as that because that's a whole platform okay it occupies your mind it's because it's so new and you're already interested and it's answering all those questions so you found a network that catered to all of those things yes. i'm thinking you just like found different channels to watch different programs it was like no everything that's going to appear on this network will be related to mind body and soul just like if you want to watch family related movies you go to lifetime right sad mm-hmm. movies stuff like that you go to lifetime okay so wow that's powerful so the next thing let's talk about when you music you were listening to mm-hmm. right was it pretty much the same approach yes okay so um i took a it's a um an app called udemy is u-d-e-m-y.com yeah, familiar with it i took a little law of attraction thing and they said that 
you know, even think about the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. When you start breaking things down, that's where it is. So I'm like, okay, well, what am I listening to? Okay. And somewhere along the line, the course or just reading my Bible and stuff uh, made me think about the music that I listened to. And um, I had put on there, I mean, I had went down my playlist and listened to the lyrics and I'm like, this is my life. And I found my validation as in, you know, you go talk to somebody for your validation. I like this music because it's my validation. So I like, and then I have gospel music too. And then I'm like, I like this music because it's so uplifting. It's not even just about like a religion or, or like just being like this super like God, 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 God. Right. <laughs> the music genre right. is very uplifting. Exactly. Okay, so. so going to the gym, same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Is it, did you go from like dumbbells to machines? Did you go from no no weights, no dumbbells, no machines, I'm just going to use my body weight? Like what changed in the gym? Okay, so my gym journey came from doing yoga with Adrian okay. um, on YouTube. So just doing, excuse me, a 30-day yoga challenge. Okay. And she, I was like, I'm not going to break my challenge. I'm not going to bring my challenge. And then after I finished the challenge, um, I started like doing sit-ups and stuff at home. And then I ended up moving. I knew me. Right. Knowing yourself is first. Absolutely. I'm like, <laughs> I know that I need an apartment where the gym is in the same building. Uh-huh. So um, I moved to a place where the gym was on the same exact floor. And that drew me to the gym. And it's so, like, so it's not crazy. It's actually Thank you, God. You know, it's like perfect. Right. It's like miraculous that the universe, you're not alone. Right. When you take that step and you really want it, the universe will start handing it to you. Uh, so it's like I went to the gym and then the personal trainer came with the gym. Like the gym, the guy was just in there and he's friendly. They, you know, he's in his light. So he just shared. I mean, like shared his light. Okay, so the universe gives you more of a hand up, not a handout. Yes. Okay. So I was going to ask you something else. What made you choose yoga? Like, what is it about yoga? Hmm, that's a good... The breathing. I, I, okay. So I was already I, into meditation. Okay. And breathing. So meditation is a part of yoga? I've never done yoga before. That's why I'm asking. Um, I heard that emotions can tra trap in your body so like if your shoulder hurt or something uh -huh. um you you got to get it out you know you get it out and then um yoga was something that was just brought to my attention every a lot of things came just having a curious mind and the universe just bringing the next thing and the next thing and i'm like okay but you know what? That kind of makes sense because when you're lifting weights, you have to be intense, mm -hmm. right? You got you're doing a lot of sweating, you're doing a lot of grunting, you're doing a lot of moving and squatting and possibly hurting joints and stuff like that. You know, muscle swelling up. But and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I what I know about yoga, it's a lot more breathing and stretching and closing your eyes and think about something pleasant. Is that mm -hmm. true? Yes. Okay. All and right. balance. And balance. You have to balance. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it teaches you to slow down. Okay. So. Which is good because if you slow down, it's like don't be so quick to do something. Mm -hmm. Take your time. Yes. You know, it's funny. I think about success, right? Mm -hmm. I think about eating a sandwich. And I use this all the time. 
people want it now, right? They want that popcorn. They don't want to wait for the roast in the crock pot. Yes. And I tell a lot of people, if you're hungry, don't just shove a sandwich in your mouth. If you shove a sh- sandwich in your mouth, what will happen? You fulfilled. You got this. No, take the whole sandwich. Like you make a peanut butter and jelly, just put it in your mouth. What will happen? Then you 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 gonna choke, you, right? Yeah, you can't you can't talk, can't <laughs> nothing. <laughs> right, but if you take small bites like we all do, mm-hmm. at least we should. Eventually, we get full, right? Yes. So, with all of your success, all of your challenges, what advice will you give? Would you give to the listeners? What advice would you give to the you out there, to the Anesia out there, to the Nene out there, to the fourteen-year-old you, to the you who? lost their mother at an early age, to the you that's thinking about bills at 14, to the you that's sitting here right now? So the advice that I would give is awareness. Like become aware of your present moment right now and acceptance. Those are my two main things and broken down. I would say for awareness, you can, by gaining awareness, you're going to realize what's around you, what you need to change, and you're going to also realize that the journey is the destination. Like, I moved to L.A., and moving to L.A., I got there, and I'm like, okay, now I'm in L.A., but now that I understand that the journey is the destination, I learned that enjoy yourself, like, enjoy all of it because it's all happening for a reason, and um, be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself, and all of that comes in this present moment. Because if you're, you don't have yesterday, it only exists in your head, and you only have, and you don't have tomorrow, you only have now. So, enjoying now will literally get you to where you're going so much faster. Okay. And that's, I mean, no, but that's that's perfect. I mean, I, there's nothing else for me to say. I mean, I really feel like you elaborated on when people say just enjoy the process. You basically took the word that everybody used, you know, the saying, enjoy the process, and broke it down for everyone. So now let's jump into something fun, right? Mm-hmm. So two things. As far as you stand up to date on the trends, right, the hairstyles mm-hmm. that you do, how do you stay up to date on all of the trends? Because, I mean, you have people from, I'm assuming, what's your age group? Like the people that come into your shop from what age? To... Oh, they're all over with that one. That's <laughs> men, women, you know, some regular schmegler to executives. Like, it's just every walk of life. Okay. If you have hair. So, I mean, you know, the market changes all the time. You know, low cuts, long cuts, different braids, all of that. How do you stay up to date on all of that stuff? Changing my service, changing my services. One of the services that I have on there is I have a picture to show you. I recommend anyone to put that on their on their uh, menu, okay. just because it's a it's a good one for just knowing what people are looking for out there. And you like you didn't even know it was out there. Okay. This makes my algorithm huge because we're all in this together. Right. And then um, going to events. Look, searching for events once a month, I will go and do something that I haven't done before. So I write out my calendar and then I see my empty days and then I go on like Eventbrite or anything to just look for something that may can help me or even just online courses and just having a community of some type of some type to just keep me 
fresh because like a bigger somebody that's bigger than me you know right. somebody that's out here and they want to teach okay they want to keep us up to date right and so sorry really quick no finish no yeah i'm done no i was gonna ask you um crap what was i gonna say it was about you stand on top of so someone can show you a picture of what they want and you can do it just looking at the picture oh yeah See, that's talent that's a gift that's skill wow. see when you live it you don't know it because i'm so into it yeah i'm like you want this right and then sometimes you have to point out to the client like i have to point out to them down to the details like okay well she has two braids over here and you see this part where it's like it's slit right there do you want that like which side do you want this on and then they like hmm i never even thought about that but like i'm like what are you looking at because they may be looking at someone wearing a style and they see them on vacation and they're not even looking at the style exactly. they just see that the, they just see little bits and pieces that they like so right but um yeah and the practice makes perfect just keep on doing it over and over again and it just becomes my nature I mean, but that's that's amazing. I mean, it's almost like the person that can listen to a song that's a musician, right? And they can turn around and just play the keys. Wow, I never thought about it that way. I mean, I, that to me, I mean, you said to show a picture. I'm like, show a picture? What is that going to do for you? But again, that's your gift. So I can you can look at something and then the fact that you dive into the details. If you think about it, the person that's sitting in your chair, they're like, I didn't even think about that. Because mm -hmm. it's second nature to you. It's like walking or riding mm -hmm. a bike. Mm -hmm. So you have an event. That's coming up here soon, right? Yes. Okay, so let's talk about that. Give us the details. Okay, so October 2nd, I'm hosting a Learn to Braid, but it's a braid technique edition. So the class is for anyone who already is probably an intermediate braider or someone who's a beginner. And with the class, you get my best techniques that I've learned on my own. And I've took maybe one or two courses where, yes, those were value, valuable, valuable courses that I learned. But along my journey, I'm providing a space for people to learn what I wish I knew. Okay. And where is this going to be at? This is going to be East Columbus. Okay. At a salon on Courtright. I don't even know. It's my friend's salon, so I'm using her salon. Okay. And... That's okay. So do you have the information posted on your social media? Yes, it's on my social media. All right. So how can the listeners contact you if they're interested? So you can follow me on Instagram. I'm at one's desire underscore beauty. And I host multiple classes and have a couple few things coming up in the future that is going to be for multiple people. I'm super excited about it. Um, I also offer, offer online classes um, at takelessons.com. This is a platform where you could book a on a one on one session with me. I have thirty and one hour minute one hour lessons available where I'll meet you where you are. Perfect. So all of this will be down in the description below or on the screen. So just make sure that you support if you can make it to the event, go to the event, take some of the lessons online, support, support, support. Anything else you wanted to add? Um, trust yourself and enjoy the journey enjoy the journey all right well hey there's nothing else for me to add there you have it from my nasia she's like little sister slash little cousin to me but hey thank you for joining the let's evolve for tomorrow podcast where we help aspiring new and existing entrepreneurs excel to the next level in their business by 
inviting new entrepreneurs, existing entrepreneurs to the podcast that can share some of their challenges and how they overcame them. We'll see you next time.